0: Nothing beats the pure taste of Artist Vodka. Made with nothing but the finest ingredients, including farro wheat imported from Italy. Perfectly pH-balanced water from the Cascades in Washington State. All blended perfectly into the best organic vodka on the market. Artist Vodka, the art, is in the party.
1: Ahoy, mateys, it's your old pal Shipwreck here, reminding you to make sure you tune in to the Heavyweight Chumps every Tuesday, 10 p.m. Central, on Radio Memphis. Now you know, and knowing is half the battle. he Joe!
0: Episode of Earth Nerds Are Cheesy. We are a fondue of bad movies, folks. I'm your host, Maddox, and I'm a nerd.
1: And I'm Kev Blarkate, and I'm a nerd, and I don't have anything really fancy to say.
0: Nothing? <laughs> really? Nothing?
1: <laughs> you're like saying all these fancy fondue words, and I'm like, you're just making me hungry.
0: If it helps, I can't spell it. <laughs>
1: Um, I sure can eat it, though.
0: I could, too, although it's not the 70s, so it's kind of hard to come by these days.
1: I know. There's a melting pot in Atlanta that I love to go to whenever I go there. But There
0: used to the be one, one in here, Memphis.
1: Yeah, the one in Memphis uh, that was over by Wolf Chase Closed. It's gone. Bummer. I know.
0: Well, <clears throat> before we get into the cheese, and I didn't tell you I was going to do this. I'm getting good at this part.
1: You're, oh, no. What now?
0: Well, we got to talk about the announcement that came out about you last week.
1: And what announcement would that be?
0: Be on a
1: poster? (laughs) (laughs) Y'all, I'm so excited. I opened up Facebook, and there's my face staring at me from this movie poster. We had done a photo shoot for the movie Closed Caption by Jaron Lockridge. And – um. I'm the main uh, – I'm the lead female in this movie. And he had said that he was going to put me on the poster. I was like, cool, thinking that they were going to, you know, put a whole bunch of people on the A cast photo, yeah, a yes.
0: group shot.
1: <clears throat> nope, it was just me. You know, I was like, hey, that's pretty freaking cool. So my first ever – I made, like, the, the official movie poster. Like, my whole face and, like, my torso –
0: like, all of Kate damn near is on this poster.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was just flabbergasted. I was like, oh my goodness, there I am.
0: So, and I saw I'm it God. before you saw he made the announcement. And I was like, how did she not tell me about this?
1: <laughs> I know. I, 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 sent, um, I sent Maddox a message. I was like, I cannot believe you shared this before I actually saw it. Because I was at work when he released it. So I didn't see it until I took a break. And I was like, oh my goodness. Oh, my goodness.
0: And it made the rest of your day a lot better.
1: Oh, it sure did.
0: <laughs> so what can you, if anything, tell us about the movie?
1: Um. Oh, I'm not sure what I can tell you about it. Um, it's about a filmmaker who comes from uh, California and moves to his hometown of Jackson, Tennessee, and he gets to make a movie. Okay. And That's... hilarity ensues. Much cheesiness.
0: Now, now you <laughs> told me at one point that you kind of threw a tribute to an earlier episode of this show. Is this the film that that happened in?
1: I cannot say.
0: <sighs> okay. <laughs> All right, I'll just we'll just leave it at that, I guess. Okay. Um,
1: I can't say. <laughs> all
0: right, we don't want you to we don't you know we don't want, we don't want you getting in trouble with the director for spoiling anything. So.
1: That's right. I signed a contract.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and hey, I'm now co-hosted with a poster girl.
1: Hey, watch it. What
0: <laughs> you think that's bad. You should have heard what Thunder Cookie said. I- I'll get into that when we get into the movie.
1: <laughs> oh, my
0: goodness. Oh, yeah. You're going to lo- you're going to hate me for even re- respond re- or repeating what he said. But it's funny. Uh, <laughs> now, we had talked about this week doing because it's been a few weeks since we've done one, uh, a binge and purge and, and and no, folks, even though, yeah, I spent two days watching political Lollapalooza, but no, that's not my binge or my purge. Uh, I know you've got one and I've got one this week. I'm going to let you go first.
1: Okay. Um, I have a binge. Uh, my son actually found this and has been watching it. So, you know, I have to, uh,
0: you have to watch what he watches.
1: <laughs> I watch, basically. Yeah. I watch what he watches because we have one fire stick and one big TV and that's just where we sit. But, <laughs> And of course, he also skips uh, episodes. Or not not skips, but he watches them without me. So
0: oh, he gets ahead.
1: Oh, he does. But the the show I'm talking about is The Man in the High Castle. Um, I don't think it's on anymore. Uh, I think the last season was 2019. Um, I'm going to do so it. I don't know if, if it went on hiatus because of COVID or if they are going to um, start filming again. Because a lot of things, once COVID shut everything down, they just decided it wasn't worth it. So I'm not sure if they're going to bring it back or not. But if you have not seen The Man in the High Castle, it takes place in the 1960s, kind of like where uh, John F. Kennedy uh, had the Cuban Missile Crisis, but it's an alternate reality. Where uh, I believe FDR was killed prior to becoming president, and that is what—that's—that's that's the thing that made everything different because he wasn't able to bring us out of the depression or do the, you know, bring us out in, and make us a better nation. Ah, okay. So in this, the Nazis defeated the Allies and United States is uh, divvied up between Japan and the Nazis, Germany. It's, it's a really well-written show. And- God,
0: I hope Mississippi didn't end up taken over by the Japanese. I'd hate to eat sushi.
1: <laughs> uh, actually, the East Coast was taken over by the Nazis. The West Coast was taken over by Japan. They had San Francisco.
0: Uh, so we basically now get Bratwurst and sauerkraut, and <laughs> I can live with that. <laughs> uh, and no, there will not be another season. It ended. The last season premiered on November fifteenth of two thousand and nineteen, and it has been canceled.
1: Has been canceled. Yeah, I figured because it it looked like it was very expensive.
0: Though this it was, was the, the if I remember the story on this show correctly, this is the. First Amazon Prime original series that kind of put them on the map as a TV show, as a valid option for entertainment.
1: Um, if it if it was, then it is. It was very well done. Um, from the like the very first season that, I, that we started watching it, it was really really good. Very well written. The acting is is superb. I highly recommend watching this because. Not only is it is it a good, um oh, what am I trying to think of? Uh, but it's just the way a show should be. Uh, this is the way the Man in the High Castle is. It's it's engaging. It makes you think. It's a very good show. So that's my bench
0: Okay, I can. I I'm I'm good with that. Um. Now I've got a few and then one, I actually kind of want to go back on an oldie that I've started to rewatch.
1: Hey, you only get one. Come on. We only, we only have a couple, you know, we have a finite amount of time.
0: I know. I know. (laughs) All right. I'm going to stick with, I'm going to stick with one of my, one of my favorites that is now in a rewatch for me.
1: Uh Oh yeah. Rewatch.
0: Yes. Chuck.
1: Hmm. I love Chuck.
0: Chuck is one of those shows I discovered completely by accident one season.
1: <laughs>
0: um, I was flipping through the channels, and I think it was the season that Grimm premiered on NBC was the season I first found Chuck. Okay. Because I was waiting on Grimm thinking, oh, this is going to be interesting. A Kind of a, you know, basically a, a more grown-up fairy tale type show. And eventually I realized that Grimm sucked and I was hooked on Chuck. So it just, <laughs> that's just the way it happened. But Zachary Levi, Yvonne Strahovsky, God, I mean, just such a phenomenal cast yes. of people put together. And even in the latter, the later part of the seasons, you've got people that are coming in like Timothy Dalton I mean, it's 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 crazy with the people that they brought. They brought in Chevy Chase as a villain, yep, and you, they made you hate him.
1: Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> and if I, I think honestly that his performance in that and the way that he was he worked with the cast was the reason that he got put into Community on NBC. Mm. But for those of you that are not aware of Chuck for one, where the hell have you been? <laughs> <laughs> um, Chuck was an underappreciated show, in my opinion, that followed the, well, they called him the intersect. Yeah. And that would be where old, old Charles Carmichael, as his alternative identity was known.
1: That he made up.
0: That he made up. <laughs> Very creative, wasn't he? Um, mm-hmm. But he goes in, And his dad was a computer and well, it was an inventor for a government agency and he invented a project called the intersect. And it's meant to basically program the human brain like a computer so that you know how to do certain things at the drop of a hat. Like he could sit there and think for a minute and all of a sudden he can do Kung Fu. It was just, it was such a weird, it was a weird little show but to me it kind of filled that campy bond element that's been that was missing from those movies
1: yeah
0: since they've gone as seriously as they have um but i will tell you that watching these idiots working in the well it's a fictionalized version of a best buy called a buy more and the buy more is one of my favorite parts of the show of course because there are morons i am a jeffster fanatic (laughs) 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 and he jeffster was one of those things that just made the show a little weird and then morgan was always kind of an oddball yeah his best friend but then you had his sister sarah who had also been on the, I think, Saved by the Bell, the new class early in that run.
1: She was also um, the villain in the um, Sky High.
0: Yes. She, She did a great job. And watching his, you watch Morgan pining over her for the first few seasons while she's in, her and Captain Awesome, who I absolutely love because he's such a moron. (laughs) But it's just one of those shows that you can't help but laugh out loud at least two or three times in the episode. Oh, definitely. And it's one of those, if you can, and it's streaming on Amazon now if you have amazon prime go back give it a shot if you can watch the first season you will if you make it through the first season you're going to be hooked it took me maybe four episodes to really get into it and i got into it in the i think it was the third season when i first started watching it and i ended up going back and i now have the entire series on blu-ray it's just one of those things. It's one of those. I It usually gets a rewatch for me every couple of years.
1: And it is a show that is approved by my son.
0: <laughs> Looky there. So you get all three of our seals of approval <laughs> and guys out there that if you're worried about, well, it just sounds like a nerd show. You clearly haven't seen what his girlfriend looked like or his sister.
1: <clears throat>
0: just saying. <laughs> now we we I, I, it's time to rev the engines cuz it's going to be a weird we, we, things are about to get really weird folks
1: super weird
0: at the behest of a few listeners out there
1: yes more than one unfortunately i think Yelp. we yeah
0: Yelp. we had a handful that were pitching this idea to us including uh for those of you that are Radio Memphis listeners, and you may know LJ, who's on with Rick in the mornings, his son also plugged that we should watch this.
1: Mm-hmm. And Y'all are a bunch of weirdos, and I love you.
0: <laughs> y- y'all are a bunch of weirdos, and I want my hour and a half back. Um, I have only said this with any movie that we've watched one time. When I told you it might have been the worst thing I have ever watched in my life. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you, this to me was worse than Swamphead.
1: Oh <gasps> no. This was not worse than Swamp Head. This actually had a this had a point. <laughs> the
0: point was that there
1: was no point. <laughs> exactly. That is the whole point of rubber and uh, the two thousand ten film called Rubber.
0: Um, now I get to tell you what Cookie said
1: No, no, but th- there's an entire speech in the very beginning where that, the main character well, the main human character
0: <laughs> Well, is he the main human character or would you consider the, the, the spectator in the wheelchair? Uh,
1: no, i consider the sheriff the sheriff was the okay
0: okay yeah. yeah I mean I can see that I mean he did have the most lines and not many people had lines in this movie
1: very true um, so he did have the most lines and he he did a whole speech about how there was no reason to this film there's no reason for things to happen there's no reason for certain plot elements there's just no reason for it because in life things, things happen, happen
0: for no, no reason. reason and and let's explain when it starts you see a car coming down the road. <laughs> There's chairs spread all over the street and the car starts weaving and knocking over each and every chair.
1: It Which comes those chairs are weird looking too.
0: And they were easily breakaways because I mean the minute he bumped them, they were shattering. And I'm like, those are some really badly made chairs.
1: Uh-huh
0: And so they the, the car finally parks the trunk opens (laughs) (laughs) and the sheriff gets out of the trunk with a glass of water, (laughs) walks up, makes his speech.
1: Which we find out later was only for the camera or for the the film audience because when they filmed it, there was nobody there. Right. They showed that in the credits, (laughs) y'all.
0: They... He pours out a glass of water. <laughs> he gets back in the trunk. <laughs> and the car just leaves.
1: Car leaves with him in the trunk. And then all of a sudden, there are these people there for no reason.
0: And and those people got food poisoning. <laughs>
1: they, they got No, they didn't get food poisoning. They got poisoned by food.
0: Yeah, okay. They got real poison. Right. Well, um, food poisoning. But it's at this point that I'm sitting here going... What the hell did I let her talk me into? <laughs> I'm still being paid back for Sharknado. I know I am. <laughs>
1: yes, you are. And you will be for a while. Those are six episodes, dude.
0: It was only two. I think we're even now.
1: <laughs> but we watched the birth of a tire consciousness. This tire all of a sudden just became a. I, I, I don't even know what to call it. Not even a living, breathing thing. It just became aware.
0: He became an animated, inanimate object.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and then it starts destroying things. and
0: You know, okay. When it started, and it's rolling down, and at first it's having a little bit of trouble, I'm sitting there going, there's going to be no dialogue in this, and we're just going to watch a tire roll for an hour and a half.
1: I thought it was adorable because it was like trying to trying to get a uh, bearing and
0: Oh, cookies cookies and I cookies down. and I played that whole part out like it was uh Mystery Science 3000.
1: <laughs>
0: we we were sitting there and and that tires getting them like, "Uh-oh, he's out of balance. Up oh, front end's out of alignment. <laughs> <laughs> he's a little wobbly." <laughs> um and the fact that the tire at first as he's going and he'll roll over a bottle. Yeah. For one, I don't know if you caught this. I did. That was an old, old Miller Lite bottle. I'm All saying it was
1: the water bottle. It was a water bottle.
0: No, he crushed a water bottle. Then he ran over the beer bottle. Uh, the beer bottle was an old Miller Lite bottle. It was from like the late 80s, early 90s.
1: They must have found that
0: in the desert. I'm guessing because I sat m- first things first. They. It's a confusing film because it tries to play itself off as an American film. But. But if you watch it, there are some elements in there that you just hear that you're like, well, that's not this. Is, this is not. No, this is not American. When the, when the kid utters the phrase, I'm on holiday. I'm like, Nope.
1: Nope. <laughs> No, that's because the uh, the writer and director Quentin, I think, is Depo.
0: Depo, yeah, they were French.
1: Yes, he's French, and actually, do you know what this movie won two awards at international film festivals?
0: I've been part of the audiences that voted for things like that.
1: I just, I just,
0: I, I, I don't get I, it either, but. <laughs> um, then the tire decides he can automatically do like a Jedi mind trick and kill people. It might get, it can blow up heads.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it just starts blowing things up. So it started blowing up the, the bottle and then it moved on to a bunny rabbit. It wasn't hurting anybody. He just said, I don't like you bunny rabbit. He
0: looked at the bunny rabbit and my first thought was if that's the bunny rabbit from Monty Python, that tire's in trouble. Ha uh, ha ha. Unfortunately, it was not. <laughs> <laughs> Would have made for a much shorter film,
1: but actually, the camera work in this was pretty good because you don't see a whole bunch of shadows, and no. you don't see a whole bunch. Like I, I was looking for. I did find some goofs. Um, I was looking for any tells that you could see a hand or you could see a wire or something. Right. Only the only thing I found was there was a. Uh, inside the tire, um, it's not like a completely empty tire. They've filled it out with um, with a black cloth or something. And I saw somebody's hand print on that inside at one point. I'm like, oh, okay.
0: Ah, gotcha. And it you.
1: wasn't all the way back. Like, it's, it's not completely empty. So, whatever is controlling it is probably in between the. The bottom part and that top part, and that where top the cloth part is covering it,
0: right? But but they whatever they did, they made that look pretty cool.
1: They did. They whatever, however, they radio controlled it. It was great because it was it looked like it was lollygagging. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if you can make a tire lollygag, but well, then the tire falls, then the
0: tire decides you get then the tire falls in love.
1: Yeah, see, the tire is lonely and it falls in love with some girl in a
0: Who is obviously French.
1: Obviously.
0: And at that point, I'm sitting there watching it, and the question comes to me. What the hell is a tire going to do with a woman?
1: I I don't know. And then... (laughs) I'm like, is he going to run her over?
0: I was like, I I don't get this.
1: (laughs) She leaves the door open when she showers.
0: Yeah, Yeah. and and everybody (laughs) in the (laughs) crowd... Is watching, including the little kid whose dad snatches his binoculars away.
1: Yeah. And and again, for no reason, these people are watching the movie in real time. They're like, I know I paid for this movie. I'm going to watch it. So they have binoculars and they're watching the movie that is being made. And then when they bring food to the spectators, which is poison, and they all die, except for the one guy in the wheelchair.
0: Who refused to eat.
1: Who refused to eat. The sheriff said, okay, guys, everything's done. Shoot me.
0: And they, they shoot him twice.
1: Yeah, twice or three times. or Because he had multiple bullet wounds. And, you know, he's absolutely fine.
0: But then he finds out that there's one guy that's still watching, so they have to keep going.
1: <laughs> yep. yep. And they try to kill him and then bring him more food. And the and the idiot that brings
0: the food is the one that ate it. That made no sense to me.
1: That just cracked me. I was like, what are you doing, dude? And he was telling all about how he killed his brother when he, when he was eating the food.
0: Right. That's and weird. Well, and then you, you you had these weird moments in this movie. You had a, the, the kid from the hotel who goes to get his, I guess, his stepfather.
1: I don't know if that's his dad or
0: not. I I don't know what it was, but there's some kind of relationship there somewhere, and the kid goes and gets him a pizza, and he gets pissed off, so he stops and picks up roadkill, (laughs) and puts it on the pizza, and I am, my stomach's turning, because that is the most disgusting, ugh. Yep. And then you didn't even get the payoff of watching the guy open the box and take the first bite. That pissed me off.
1: No, but we did see him eating the pizza
0: later. We did, but it may have been one of the pieces that didn't get the roadkill on it. See, we don't know.
1: Yep, we don't know.
0: And then the tire gets so upset when he falls in love, he tries to commit suicide by drowning. (laughs) He just plops right down in the pool. Which, by the way, what the hell kind of swimsuit was that woman wearing? It looked like she was wearing a leather swimsuit.
1: I have no idea.
0: It was the weirdest looking. I'm like... Is she wearing leather at the pool?
1: <laughs> I don't know. It's weird.
0: This entire movie was a wreck from start to finish. And... and
1: at no point. And that's the whole point. It, you're
0: no exactly point. right. But uh, I will... Well... I want to. Yeah, I'm going to quote my my other co-host on this one for my for the description here. As he said, it's just one more rubber I couldn't get into.
1: Crickets.
0: Don't worry, I'm going to cut that. But I had to drop that line in once. But yeah, it was just such an awkward.
1: You know that guy in the wheelchair? He reminds me of somebody, but I can't.
0: He reminds me of the guy that was in Hobo with a Shotgun. Huh. Um, I think Rutger Hauer.
1: I don't know. I was I was trying to because his, his name is is a uh, Wings Hauser, and I looked him up. I was like, I don't know any of these things that he's been in, but apparently he was on. Um, like the young and the restless or something.
0: Ah, soap opera.
1: Yeah, he's from a soap opera, but I don't know. I just he just looks so familiar. And I, I his, thought his the same hat, thing. His hat said "classically trained," <laughs> and I just I got a kick out of it because here he's watching a movie with a bunch of people who
0: clearly were not,
1: clearly not trained, and they are doing things for no reason. And a classically trained actor wouldn't do that. So it's, to me, it was very ironic and I just thought it was very funny.
0: I, I'm just going to say, as we wrap this up, I can't recommend this film.
1: (laughs) Honestly, I enjoyed it. So I do. Lies. (laughs) No, I, I enjoyed it because there was no point. There were times that I was like, there's no point. There's no point to this. Here's
0: the, here's why I know you're lying to me. Because you Why? text me, I text you and said I was about to start watching it, <laughs> and you said it is so bad. And I said, so I think I'm gonna have a cocktail. And you said, it's not gonna do en- It's not gonna be enough. You're gonna need something stronger. <laughs> and I said, I so shots, huh?
1: <laughs> I did say that, but I still enjoyed it. It was it's a it's a thinking exercise in acting and directing and and it makes your brain feel
0: like scrambled eggs when you're done
1: it does it does um because there's just no point of it and you're you're left going wait what wait yeah what yes
0: yeah you are definitely left with a wait what um
1: oh and we left out the most important thing the tire has a name the tire is named robert and he is given credit in the film
0: Oh, my God.
1: Did you not watch the credits?
0: No! I couldn't get away from that movie fast enough.
1: (laughs) But you know the tricycle? It found its way to Hollywood. So I'm wondering if it grew up and became Pee Wee Herman's (laughs) bike. Crickets. (laughs) Crickets. (laughs)
0: Although knowing that tricycle, I think it became the one that jigsaw's puppet rode ooh, see that makes more sense,
1: <laughs> yep, but I actually do recommend rubber it It's not for everybody. It is not a a happy film with a straight plot. in fact, there kind of was no plot
0: how what How did I describe it to you after i'd watched it? I think I said it reminded me of a Drug-induced fever dream. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's still where I stand on it.
1: Oh, did you see who was in this movie, though? David Bowe from Weird Al.
0: No, I did not catch him.
1: Yes, he was in this movie.
0: I saw his name, but I never did recognize him in the film.
1: I did. He was one of the spectators.
0: Okay. See, I kind of ignored the spectators for the most part. After other than I'd listen to them, but I'm like, I'm not paying attention to them individually. <laughs> but, yeah, on this one, um, throw it on the Springfield Tire Fire, folks. <laughs> I can't do it. Now. All right. <clears throat> we're going to shift gears. Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: And we're going to go into overdrive.
1: Yes. Maximum Overdrive
0: I'm so glad you caught that <laughs> Yes Maximum Overdrive An absolute classic Piece of trash From that,
1: 1986
0: it, it is Such a weird Film It's uh, very weird it, <sighs> I love it though <laughs>
1: I love it, too. And I thought because there are some um, 80s movies that when you watch it, it's just not the same.
0: They don't hold up. Yeah,
1: no, they don't hold up. This one. Was a train wreck from beginning to end. And, and it still is, is. It still is. And I love it.
0: And I mean, you have to look at the cast for this. And in 86, I mean, Emilio Estevez was at the height of his fame.
1: Oh yeah And you also have to look at who the director And writer of this movie is
0: Right Screenplay by Stephen King Uh huh Based on his short story Trucks I cannot remember which book that came out of Um
1: I had it written down somewhere But I can't find it right now
0: Yeah, it happens And Stephen yeah. King also directed this project
1: Yes, he did. And he did it while he was high on cocaine.
0: That explains a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he wrote Carrie while he was drunk on 24-ounce Budweiser. So, I mean,
1: it's... I, mean, he, I think I saw somewhere that when he was asked about uh, why he hadn't directed any more films, he told people to go watch Maximum Overdrive.
0: And they would understand. Yeah, and of course, much like Mel Brooks, Stephen King does have a habit of sometimes sneaking himself into his projects, Mm -hmm. and he did it in this one as well. (laughs) Ha ha. Aha, this is out of the Night Shift book. Oh, okay. That's what this is from, okay. And it's the first time that I became aware Of someone who is still part of my entertainment life every Sunday night.
1: Ooh.
0: Yardley Smith.
1: Yardley Smith as Lisa Simpson.
0: I love her in this movie. She (laughs) utters a line I have quoted since the first time I saw this film. (laughs) Which one? Curtis, don't you make me a winner on my wedding
1: night. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I had that one written down too.
0: <laughs> it is. It's one that I have used throughout my life. <laughs> so many times. Um, but essentially, what happens is asteroid, boom, boom, pal problem, all the electronics start coming to life.
1: <laughs> yeah, like some aliens hissed a ride on it and decided to just colonize Earth through the trucks or something.
0: And it's funny because, you know, Thunder Cookies is not a big horror movie fan. Mm-hmm. And he watched this one as a kid. He told me the other day, he said, man, that movie scared me when I was a kid.
1: It, it scared me. Because he said, when that Coke Green
0: machine, Goblin. when that Coke machine started shooting Cokes out, he said, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Green Goblin truck. Is the biggest problem, biggest hurdle I think they're going to have in a remake.
1: Oh, yeah. But that's so iconic to this movie.
0: I know. I just don't see Sony letting that, or Marvel for that matter, letting that character be used again. That's true. Because in 86, the the comic book industry was kind of on its ass. Mm -hmm. So they, a lot of things got licensed to make money and to bail them out. Yep. Um, it's why the fantastic four got owned by so many damn people before it actually ended up being into a decent movie. And I don't know that I can call either one of those, a decent movie, to be honest with you.
1: No, you can't.
0: No, you're right. I go ahead
1: and say, no, you can't.
0: Although Jessica Alba, Sue storm, I think was still okay. Uh, personally, I hated both actors to have performed, to-, to have played the human torch.
1: I will agree with that. Um, like,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. It just didn't work.
0: But yeah, you have got in this movie. It's kind of like if the Decepticons didn't have to fight the Autobots.
1: (laughs) And they didn't transform.
0: Right. They just stay in vehicle form, (laughs) which I think actually happened on an episode of transformers once, but I'd have to go back and look,
1: but it's so weird because not all of the electronics, came alive like the car that Curtis and um, and Connie were in the newlyweds that one never came alive like they were driving past the semis and other things and maybe all the electronics
0: in that car were shorted out
1: well they didn't have AC the windows were down yeah I didn't hear the radio
0: Mm, see it's possible they just had nothing electronic in there (laughs) (laughs) But it, it's it's just such a it's a fun movie for as dumb as it is.
1: Yes. It was it was very fun and I love all the practical effects. They are so silly. And like the like when the Coke uh, can hit the guy, he just had this big round <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know what to call it, but it, it, it shouldn't have been that bad. They over bloodied everything in this movie oh yeah so much fun.
0: oh yeah they they went they didn't go to tarantino levels but they went farther than they needed to go just for the effect
1: yes
0: and it's i can't say this enough it's not a good film
1: <laughs> but it's a no. fun film it is. You even had a creepy Bible salesman.
0: You had a creepy Bible salesman. You had a sound, an entire soundtrack done by ACDC.
1: Oh my goodness. That soundtrack was amazing.
0: That soundtrack takes me back to my childhood.
1: I was, I was tapping my foot every single time the music came on. I was like, this is awesome. Tapping your foot. I
0: was singing along. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, I was still paying attention
0: to the movie, dude. Well, I've seen it 20 times, probably. And I had been 10 years since I'd seen it, so it was nice to watch again. (laughs) But it's just, I I watch it and I'm sitting there going, yeah, I see why this is not one. I watch it very often. (laughs) It's an entertaining film, but it's not something you want to make an annual viewing. Um,
1: No, it's so bad. One of the main characters actually says the name of the movie.
0: I know, and that's something that's generally reserved for cartoons. yep um, yep they and here's the thing. I think they made this with a point of going over the top cheesy, or if not, Uncle Steve has some really good cocaine. <laughs>
1: I think he just had some. He was on a bender. A doesn't remember.
0: Yeah, I think much. he lost his nose in a snowstorm.
1: It was his first one, also. So, <laughs> combine it being his first experience, not having seen anybody do it before, not having anybody to mentor him, just going ahead and doing it because he wanted to direct his own uh, his own story. It it didn't turn out so well. Mm-mm.
0: No, I I think as far as the screenplay, I think he did. a. I think the screenplay itself is hilarious. Yeah. But it does not play the way those other 80s Stephen King films play. Um, If you look at. Go ahead.
1: Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. If I look at what?
0: If you look at films from that era, like Silver Bullet. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Christine.
1: Yeah.
0: Cujo. You outright can admit in most of those there were moments that you were terrified yeah I can't say that about maximum overdrive
1: I'm, I'm with thunder cookies it's it scared me more as a kid because the thought how was,
0: old were like, you when you watched it the first time
1: uh I don't remember but I know I, I wasn't I wasn't very old like I must have been...
0: 11. I, I was going to say, I think I was between 10 and 12. So we watched it about the same time.
1: Yeah.
0: But by the time I watched maximum overdrive at 12, I'd already been watching <laughs> horror films and, and was actually had already read Pet Cemetery cover to cover. So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: It, if you haven't seen this movie, do yourself a favor and watch it because you will laugh your butt off
1: yes and there there's even a bathroom scene where you can hear the plop and the farts y'all it was hilarious did you hear that
0: well you did know you there's, there's no storms without thunder
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then you know uh-huh you know that they had to have a blast ri- um, ribbon each other while going oh. through the um through the the sewer? Yeah. 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 <laughs> they were just making, like, um, Emilio, I'm, he was just laughing the entire time. I was like, what? I, I, what is he doing?
0: <laughs> he had gone, I think at that point, he'd just gone crazy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Filming this movie? Yeah. I mean, it, it's,
0: it really is. It, it, it's a true. Time capsule of what the eighties were though. Yes. Um
1: the haircuts, the-, the oh
0: the haircuts, of course the music, the the vehicles, yeah. the I mean it's it was great, but the iconic Green Goblin 18 wheeler. Yes. I to me when it comes to big rigs in pop culture it ranks right behind Optimus Prime.
1: Oh, it is extremely. Um,
0: and it ranks above the truck in Big Trouble in Little China.
1: Yes, because you do recognize the Green Goblin uh, more than just yeah. from Big Trouble in Little China.
0: Right. and And for those of you out there, we're not talking about it looking like. Osborne, we're talking about it actually looking like the Green Goblin from the comic books. Yes. Or actually, more like the TV, the, the more like the animated series from the 80s. Yeah. But yeah, it was. <laughs> they pulled a lot of. Uh, the practical effects, like you said, were great. They, yeah. they had a, you could tell they had a lot of fun. But yeah. it's, it, it's, it, it's kooky at best.
1: Yeah, and there were a lot of, um, since a lot of the things were remote control, they kept having a lot of breakdowns on set. So, you know, that costs a lot of money. Oh, God, yeah. But one <sighs> thing I did notice is the, the kid, I don't remember his name, but he was actually pretty decent as an actor.
0: Yeah, us. as a child actor, he did a decent job.
1: Yeah, except for the one thing where he gets up at the very end and, this is for my dad.
0: That was so bad.
1: I was like, oh, oh God. Oh god, no, honey. That was bad.
0: Like, how about we get a take two on this
1: one? <laughs> <laughs> and all of the all of the uh all the explosions are perfectly done. They're not messy.
0: No, they are not messy. No. Um, and we have to think this movie was made for nine Nine million dollars <laughs> in '86.
1: Uh huh.
0: Box office was three point five million in North America. <laughs> it was a flop,
1: huge flop.
0: Uh, but they did a great job because, in a way, this film combines dark humor with a camp with, with like campy. Yes. And it, it makes it enjoyable for me, but, uh, ah, Oh wait, it did. Actually. I I had this written down. I was going to forget this. It got nominated for two golden raspberry awards. (laughs) For those of you that don't know what the golden raspberry or the Razzies are, Mm -hmm. they are traditionally given out the night before the Oscars for the worst performances in film for the year. Um, Emilio Estevez got nominated for Best or Worst Actor. Unfortunately for him, did not win. And Stephen King was nominated for Director.
1: Yeah. Well, I think Emilio did the best that he could with what he was given. There's no way to make this a decent movie. No matter how good of an actor you are you just had to go over the top and just pray that it worked yeah
0: and they definitely went over the top
1: I I honestly think with his character he could have been a little bit more rough and not so likable yeah that's where they went wrong with with the character when they they wrote his character because he's supposed to be an ex-con whatever
0: Uh, yeah Emilio Estevez you would believe Charlie Sheen more yes um, because I, I, and it's because Emilio always had that baby face.
1: He did. And then the 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 sex scenes were. Awkward. Just very awkward. Very, very awkward and strange. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. But don't worry. Nobody put it in the tailpipe of a truck. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that awkward.
1: <laughs> okay. And on that note. On that
0: note, we're going to. Set this thing on cruise control and wrap it up because uh, I, I, I'm saying with Maximum Overdrive, yeah, you gotta watch it.
1: And I say you do have to watch it as well. Go ahead, watch it for nostalgia purposes. For
0: the not often does this happen, but we have a split decision on movies.
1: Dun dun dun.
0: I okay, if you're desperate enough for entertainment. if you don't mind your brain feeling like a can of cold SpaghettiOs when you get done, (laughs) or if you have something to help you get through this film, I will say, give, give rubber a shot just for the, just for the effects that's true. Quite and frankly, different. I think the movie would have been better if we never had dialogue. I don't
1: know. I mean, the music was, was pretty calming, actually.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're split on this. I, I just, I'm 50-50. You can watch it if you want, but I'm not going to, it's not getting my stamp of approval. It's getting my stamp of meh. <laughs>
1: Uh, huh. well, I say yes to rubber and yes to maximum overdrive.
0: And for those of you, we need to let our fans know there will not be a new episode next week. That's right. Our uh, co-host poster girl over there (laughs) uh, has a birthday.
1: Yes, so I will be taking a little bit of time off, but we we should be back in two weeks.
0: We definitely will and I, I we don't know what we're gonna do yet. We'll get together on that at some point after your company leaves town. Yes. And um, of course I will call you on your birthday. but for okay. me and all the Earth nerd fans, <laughs> happy birthday.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much. (laughs) And to,
0: to everyone out there, folks, remember, there's bad movies and there's cheesy movies. But the geek will always inherit the earth.
1: Bring on the cheese. We'll see you next time.